Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, Uninhibited. Uh, I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, bud? Uh, actually, pretty good, given the circumstances. Yeah, you had uh, a medical procedure recently. Yeah, yeah, uh, and no, it was not another amputation. <laughs> However, I am missing bits of bone again. Uh, I had some major dental work done on Saturday, and uh, so if it sounds like I'm talking with gauze in my jaw, there's a reason. But yeah, I had some major dental work done. I have a follow-up in a couple more weeks. Had to have a few uh, bad teeth pulled and getting getting them replaced uh, after the gum seal, so I, mean- I might sound funny for a couple of recordings, but hey, it's only temporary, and it was free. Yeah, I was gonna so. say, like, uh, dental work is fucking not cheap by any stretch of the imagination, so. Oh, no, no, and I don't have dental insurance. I have insurance for everything but dental. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, if you're new to the podcast, other than listening to that, uh, <laughs> um, what Josh and I usually do here is we talk about two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, uh, like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you. Even though we've still not watched anything on Hulu, I still mention it every time. Um, we might one day. We might one no day, No guarantees, yeah. though. Yeah. Hulu, up your fucking game. That's all I can say. Right. Um, but uh, uh, the episode that you've come in on is our off-week show, where Josh and I just kind of shoot the shit and talk about what we want to talk about. Um, and, uh, there was something I was going to ask you about, Josh, that I found very funny. So we, we, we did have a, a sort of planned discussion that we kind of were talking about before we hit record, but before we get to that, have you heard and or seen anything about these, uh, Area 51 memes? I have. Okay. Do you find them as funny as I do? <laughs> They're absolutely hilarious. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus but that Christ. Kind of dis- that kind of disappeared, though, this morning. Because now everybody wants to be old. Oh, shit. Yeah, well... It's it's a silly app that just... It, but it looks fucking very, like... Realistic. Realistic, yeah. Is- there are a few things that don't look realistic, like how they tried to age my fucking second chin. <laughs> like, that was really unrealistic. But also, I learned that very quickly that if you if you take the app, do the fucking filter, save the picture, and then reapply the, the filter, like, you can, you can keep doing it over and over, and it just, it doesn't keep aging you. It just keeps slowly turning into, turning you into a monster. Oh, that's awesome. It's fucking funny. Because old people are monsters anyway. Wow, that's biting commentary. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole fucking thing. Like, I mean, the Area 51 thing is going to last for a hot minute. The old thing, that's a, that's a flash in the pan. Um, well, I mean, for those of them, for those of them out there that are listening that don't know what the Area 51 thing is, Let's explain it to them. Yeah, so there was a, a group on Facebook that was dead-ass serious about signing people up. And they had, at, at a certain point, they had like 3,000 people that were serious. At least, I, I imagine half of them were actually serious. About storming Area 51 to get whatever artifacts and or aliens out of there that the government may, may be hiding. Um, the internet went, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Let's make fun of it the best way we can by doing memes. And the fucking memes are golden. Absolutely golden. They are some of the funniest things I have ever seen when it comes to how the internet just kind of has fun with something. Um, like, I saw a meme last night that made me laugh really fucking hard. Which was a pic? It was a picture of George W. Bush Jr. and it said, uh, <laughs> "It said, let's see those soldiers at Area Fifty One stop two planes." I fucking lost it. That oh god, that killed me. That was so goddamn funny. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that I've seen recently that made me laugh. <laughs> you know what these people don't realize? The ones that are serious, what they don't realize is they think that they can't stop all of them, but we have drones. Right. <laughs> They're not going to need anybody down there. They're drones. Right. No, I, yeah, dude, yeah. Like, th there is no serious way to, like, th people don't realize Area 51 is an actual military base where it, it, it is used primarily as a um, testing ground or testing area for aircrafts. Different kinds of aircrafts that maybe the government may be working on. That's what it's always been there for. But, you know, you go to, you go to fucking uh, uh, that place in Nevada. I can't the city right outside of it. I can't remember the name of it. Or... Uh, Reno? It's not Reno. Um, oh, shit. Hold on. Okay. Okay, Google. City right outside Area 51. Here's a matching video. Mm -hmm. I don't want video. Closest city to Area 51. Here's a summary from Vegas.com. Located in Rachel, a small city 150 miles north from the Las Vegas Strip, you'll learn all about Area 51 and get breathtaking views of the southwest desert. Locations. The extraterrestrial highway is a 92-mile portion of State Route 375. Okay, there you go. Thanks, Google. So yeah, the clo yeah the closest city outside of Area Fifty One is one hundred fifty miles away, and it's called Rachel apparently, which is close to the Las Vegas Strip. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't know how well I don't know how audible that was for our listeners, but um, but yeah, so so if you go to that city. They have their entire fucking like quote unquote tourist economy is entirely based off of Area 51. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this city was used as inspiration for uh, that movie with Seth Ro where Seth Rogen voiced the alien. Yeah, Paul. Paul, thank Paul. you. It's got a 
it has uh, Simon Pegg and yeah, Nick Frost. It's fucking fantastic. Great, great movie. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, But yeah, when you watch that movie and there's that little town they go to that just has like a bunch of like alien artifact posters and like all that kind of weird shit everywhere, that's, that's kind of what the city looks like. Um, I remember when uh, Dave Attell had his show Insomniac. On Comedy Central, and he went to Reno, but then he went to a couple places like in Nevada itself, and he went to that, he went to like some kind of bar that was entirely alien themed. It was hilarious because he's just making fun of it. Um, the reason I mention all this is because, you know, everyone knows about what happened with Area 51, the history behind that, and the actual weather balloon that fucking crashed. <gasps> And everyone thought it was an alien back in the 50s? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I was like, I think it was the 50s. Um, like, people want to say, like, do we know it was a weather balloon? Like, it was fucking likely a weather balloon. Because if aliens actually came to this planet, they wouldn't crash land on the planet. They just traverse through space. That's not happening. Like, it, the likelihood is extremely fucking small. Um... But uh, I digress. Point is, Area 51 in films and books and comic books has been used as a way to say that that's the epicenter of where the government does all its shady shit that it doesn't want us to know about. There are people out there, probably flat earthers, probably people who believe the moon landing was fake, believe this conspiracy theory about Area 51. Uh... So these are the people that are taking it seriously and want to raid Area 51. Um, again, and I cannot stress this enough, the internet went, let's take this as far as we possibly can. So one of my favorite things is uh, there's a map. I don't know if you've seen this map, Josh. I have not. Um, I'm going to send it to you because it's fucking funny. But I'm going to describe it to the... Uh, to our audience as I'm uploading it to you. Do I still have the picture? Yeah, I hope so. I thought I did. Hold on. I can re-download it because I know where it is. Um, anyway, the, the gist of it is it is a map of where everybody's going to attack um, Area 51. Yeah. Um, but the labels for things are fucking hilarious. So, it's, uh... Where are we? God damn it, man. Okay, I see it. Yeah, so... It's, uh, from the north side of Area 51. That's the Chad Battalion. Uh, <laughs> the Chad Battalion are a bunch of, uh, bros, if you will. You know, they're the ones that wear the Crocs. They're, they're the, um... Popped collar guys, yeah. uh, and then yeah, and then to the uh, to the west to flank. The north. Oh, okay. Yeah, to to the north. Sorry, yeah, northwest flank. There's the cheek clapper reserves, which the cheek the cheek clapper reserves are the group of guys who are ladies' men, if you will. You know, they clap cheeks, but they're uh, they're okay. reserves, so they they're only there if we need them. Um, okay. To the west, northwest flank, 
or the, the that was the northwest. Obviously, northeast. My bad. Northeast flank. There's the Kyle Shock Corps. Kyle, the the Kyle Shock Corps are um, the uh, the gamers, if you will. These are the ones who who down uh, down monster uh, energy drinks. Um, and Mountain Dew Code Red and eat Cheetos. Kind of. Like, that's less of where the joke goes with that, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of who the Kyle is. Um, okay. And then there's the Karen Screamer Brigade, and these are the, yeah. these, this is the, this is the, 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 the brigade of anti-vax moms. And I need to speak to your manager. Yes. Yes. Which, those guards are for a huge rude awakening, and Karen's get there. Um. Dude, uh, speaking of Karen's, have you seen that one meme? This is Mega Karen. Like after you defeat all the other Karens, this is the boss Karen that you face. <laughs> no, but that sounds awesome. Oh, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's great. Okay. Uh, to the to the uh, complete east flank is the uh, Naruto Runners Calvary, yeah. Calvary Ring Wing, which uh, which these are yeah, the has, these are the, the has, go ahead. Has Anthony confirmed he's going to be in the the Naruto Runner? He doesn't have uh, to. He, he doesn't have to. He's already he's already in it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like if he gets there, he's he's not a he's not a Kyle or a Chad, and he's certainly not a cheat clapper. Um. Well, I mean, you know, his Instagram or his Twitter handle is defective Naruto, so. That's true. I mean, even if he does run terribly, he'll be he'll still be running as a Naruto runner. Um. And then for some reason on this map, there's a giant Pac-Man. Don't understand that, but whatever. It's it's down on the, the south bank. And then the east south bank, or flank, if you will, is just Keanu Reeves. The, the west. Southwest. Sorry, west, southwest. It's just Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. And they're all surrounding this site, and it's labeled bitch-ass guards. Yeah. <laughs> it's that so... funny. Oh, it's fucking great. I love... I absolutely fucking love... Um, I love this meme. I I adore this meme. It is so goddamn funny. Oh, uh, well, it's a good one. I'm trying to think of some of the other fucking because I've seen a lot of these memes. Um. Oh, Guy Fieri posted one. Did he really? Yes. It shows him grilling, uh, ribs, but they're colored bright green. And he he says he says working on some new recipes for the folks inside Area Fifty One. The radioactive ribs are looking good. <laughs> oh man, god damn, it's fucking good. It's it's just silly. Like I think that's why the meme works so well. Is everyone's kind of on the same page without saying it out loud. I mean, it is ridiculous. And the guy who made the original post, he's like, you know what? He 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 made another post. He said, uh, "U.S. government, I was just joking around for clicks and laughs and shit. I'm not responsible if anybody really shows up." But there have been like over four hundred fifty thousand people sign up for this event, saying that they're going. They're like, they can't get all of us. I'm like, motherfucker, they got drones. They absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's the other thing is like four hundred thousand people is the most ridiculously high number I've ever seen <clears throat> for something like that. And just by sheer numbers, there has to be at least at minimum a thousand people who are serious. Oh, absolutely, <sighs> absolutely. 
I mean, because you can't even get kind of close to Area 51 without, like, 10-foot fucking chain-link fence surrounded by barbed wire. Uh, the Super Mega guys, if you know who I'm talking about, great. If you don't, I'll explain it. These two guys uh, used to be part of a group called Sendego, and they would do sketches online, and they were really, really funny. Um... Now, this is not the same ones as Mega 64, right? No, that's different title. Okay, okay. Um, Matt and Ryan then had a tragedy where their friend, who kind of headed the group, he, he ended up committing suicide. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it, it really it devastated them badly. Like, they didn't know kind of how to handle it very well, and they were trying to uh, cope with it the best way that they could, but they didn't want to stop doing comedy. So, um, in an attempt to get some kind of normalcy back, they created Super Mega and started working with, uh, Markiplier. Markiplier being one of the biggest YouTubers on the planet. Um, and, uh, I guess Markiplier was going through a bad time and kind of treated Matt and Ryan really poorly. So they left and then started editing for um, uh, Game Grumps, which, again, huge YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that worked out for them because not only did the Game Grumps themselves, but the community really accepted Matt and Ryan as, uh, as uh, you know, good YouTubers, good good content creators. And a lot of their stuff is really fucking funny. I'd say their gameplay stuff is where they're the weakest, but their yeah. fucking like sketches and their in real life stuff is really fucking funny. Because the the great thing about Matt and Ryan is they'll they'll start a bit like an improv-y bit, and they they don't let up on. It. They just keep doing. It. They're just like fuck it. Like they'll keep a bit going, way past its fucking expiration date, which makes me laugh. But, um. Oh, I love it when a horse is beaten to death. Yeah, it's fucking funny. Uh, like, they were just recently in... Not a real horse, of course. Of course. Of course not a real horse, of course. Um, of course. Thank you, Josh. I was, <laughs> I was like, are we going to do this proper? Or <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... Uh, oh, my bad. Um... Back when they were with Markiplier, around the time that Pokemon Go had come out, they wanted to see what would happen if they tried to play Pokemon Go right outside Area 51. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole video. It's one of their most popular videos where they actually drive to Area 51 and try to play Pokemon Go, and it it works about as well as you would expect it to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to assume they didn't get any of the rare Pokemons. Uh, no. Because they were kind of hoping that, like, Mewtwo would show up at Area 51, which would be fucking awesome. But no, that nothing nothing really happened, but it's, it's a fun video nonetheless. But yeah, um, well, that was a hell of a dike. A, a, a curve. It happens. I don't know. I. I That's what I like about doing uninhibited. Just something current that's going on. The internet losing their shit over these Area 51 memes. 
leads to uh, something that you can look up and check out for yourself and see if you like it. So you yeah, know. yeah. Like there's a I just saw a picture of uh, uh, I can't think of the two characters' names suddenly. Hopper and the fucking conspiracy guy. What the hell's his name? Murray. Murray. Murray thank Bowman. you. Mary you Bowman. know how bad I am with names. Don't fucking go. Don't act like I'm supposed Played to. Played by the hilarious Brett Gelman. Yes. Oh, yes. It shows both of them dressed. It's like, it looks like it's a, uh, a, uh, behind the scenes clip because it's both of them laughing but sitting in the cart wearing the Russians' guard outfits. And it just says, yeah. Me and the Buds riding into Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I do. I want this thing to actually go down when they say it's going to go down. I want to see natural selection take place. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it would be really fucking funny. Um, trying to find some other memes. Oh, there was actually a small video that I wanted to send you. See if I can. Actually, I'll send it through uh, Messenger because I don't think I can send it through anything else. Um, oh, okay. But it's actually a... Uh, it's a Stranger Things meme. Oh, okay. Um, there you go. It's a, it's a TikTok, so take that for what you will, but... Oh, you son of a bitch. It's funny. I promise it's funny heard that before. Yeah, well, you didn't Bear find Fleabag me. funny. No, I could not stand it. And did you know it's up for an Emmy for Best Comedy? Well, those people are obviously wrong. I think you found everything else on the list funny. I just don't think you like awkward comedy. I like awkward comedy. Okay, am I supposed to watch this with sound on? Yes, the the music oh, makes well, more sense. I can't, I can't do that while we're actually recording. It's okay. It'll make sense. Uh, that's all right. Let's carry on. All right, fine. Fucking whatever. I remember the thing, and I'm trying to be a good friend. Yeah, but I can't, I don't have any way of listening to it without the audio coming over this. I said it's... Bummer. I have noise-canceling headphones on, man. Oh, you don't have my mic where it picks up every goddamn noise in the goddamn room. Goddamn. I was actually really frustrated uh, the other day. I was trying to play some uh, uh, Toe Jam and Earl with Brian on stream. Yeah. And for some reason, and I don't know if it's like... He said it was really, really staticky. And I was trying to figure out, like, why it was staticky on his end, because I haven't had anybody tell me that it's staticky. So I went back and listened to the stream, and it just seriously sounds like it's picking up my fans. It doesn't sound like static. It just sounds like three fans being on at the same time. Hmm. So Friday is going to be interesting when we do our Splatoon team-up for the final Splatfest. Oh, yeah, yeah. What time does that start, anyway? Technically, it starts on Thursday. Uh, but we're doing ours on Friday. I mean, what time? Likely 5 p.m. Eastern. Sorry, Pacific. Oh. 5 p.m. Pacific. So, 8 o'clock oh, okay. Eastern. So, 
when I'm doing my live show. So, well, I mean, unless your live show goes four hours long, oh. it well, it it's San Diego Comic Con starts tomorrow, so it very well likely will. Ah, eh, fair enough. I mean, I would assume that the following podcast would be longer in terms of that, but there's a lot of news that happens Thursday and Friday, so. Mm-hmm. And we don't start until 9, so we'll probably go until, we usually go until about 11, 11.30 anyway, so we'll yeah. probably go to midnight tomorrow night. I was going to say, uh, you said tomorrow night? Hey, Friday night, sorry. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, I was going to say, most of the news that happens at Comic-Con happens uh, Friday and Saturday, so. Well, there's going to be some shit tomorrow. Uh, there's going to be I didn't say I didn't say no news. Out. I didn't say no oh, news yeah. on Thursday. I just said most of the news. Also, uh, I'm getting that, uh, you know, last year I got that San Diego Comic-Con TMNT box set. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, you know they've got one coming out again this year, right? No. Another yeah, TMT one? It's, yeah, yeah. It's the movie stuff. It's uh, It's got uh, Shredder, two-foot soldiers, and a captive Shredder with uh, battle damage to his robes, and he's got the chains and the little crate they had him standing on on the chain link fence. You said Shredder instead of Splinter, and it took me a second to realize you were... Splinter, I'm sorry, yeah. It's alright, I picked yep. up that you're talking about Splinter, but... Yep, yep. So, my buddy, my buddy Kalen's picking that up for me tomorrow morning. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait know, to see the big-ass diorama you make for those. Well, I've already got a plan, yeah. I've actually had a turtle diorama planned anyway with these uh, NECA turtles. I always told Misty, I said I want to do a double layer. I was like, for one layer, I want to do the layer, and then the next layer uh, right above it, I want to do a street level diorama and have it like, you know, a manhole leading from one to the other, and I would actually drill a hole in my shelves and line them up and do that. That would be cool as hell. But, yeah. That's the plan. Alright. No, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Like, So, for everybody listening to this, uh, Josh decided to hang up the stream hat and uh, essentially do charity in other ways. Other ways that's not as taxing. (laughs) I was bored. I was not enjoying myself. I was not having a good time. It was very time demanding with you know Virtually, like I got a, few, I managed to raise you know a few donations, but I I talked to the donors and I said I can refund this, and they're like, no, we gave it to give to the cause. Go ahead and donate it in the cause. So I did, and I showed them the proof of where I did so via screenshots, and I was like, I apologize, you know, I was like, I want to compensate you in some way though because I was going to have incentives. Give away the like, no, don't worry about it. But yeah, man, I was not having a good time doing that charity stream. I was just like, you know what? I really don't enjoy streaming anymore. I used to, but 
I've got so many other interests and things that I enjoy doing. I just don't give two shits about streaming. And that's that's totally fine. Like when we were having this conversation, I was telling him that in my opinion, you never want to do something and, and and hate it. You never want to have a hobby, you never want to put yourself out there and despise it because you're going to end up resenting that thing entirely. Mm-hmm. And that's never good because we have a lot of friends that stream. Yeah. And if I ever hey, got don't to Don't get me wrong, I've had fun streaming. We've had lots of fun streaming together. Yeah. You know, on my end and on your end. But a dedicated thing like that is just too much for me right now. Right. No, that's totally understandable. I I get that an- entirely. Um I think my uh my whole thing is just like whether it's streaming or uh whether it's I don't know, fucking collecting toys. It doesn't matter what your hobby is. If at some point you hate doing it for whatever reason, it's a good idea to stop. Yeah, yeah, or at least take an extended break. Yeah. I would never and, you know, I'm not going to rule out and say I'm never streaming again because I'm pretty sure I probably will. I'm just not doing it right now. Yeah. Um, so, I basically told him to not do it anymore, but I suggested that if he wants to do more charity work, which I know we all do, um, I think it would be very, very good to do a uh, a charity auction for a diorama that he builds. Because he does... If you haven't seen, if you if you don't follow Josh on on Instagram, do it because that's where you'll see his dioramas. That's where you'll see where he does his paints and stuff, like the finished product, and it's fucking awesome. Now, my mom, she's not really into the kind of stuff we're into. She's not into uh, toys or, or collectibles or anything like that. But I went and showed her. Josh's work. And her exact reaction was, and I'm not joking, what the fuck is he doing with his time if not that? And I went, what do you mean? She goes, he's wasting his time streaming. He needs to be doing that on his his spare time and then either A, like, selling them, or B, auctioning them off to charity. And I went, okay, Mom, relax. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I just, I, you know, the, the whole reason I got into it, and thank you for the praise, uh, I'm I'm a beginner, you know, I'm not anything great. I would yet. disagree with anything I, great, but... Well, well, I mean, I'm proud of what I've done, but, you know, it's not setting the world on fire but i'm learning and i'm doing new techniques you know and in fact i'm working on the one for my hellboy right now that i've talked to you about which um i can't show it off or anything but it's in progress and i'm using techniques i've never used before and so far i'm very very pleased with the results of how it's coming along but you know i'm not going to be able to work on it anymore until tomorrow which is frustrating because 
sculptal mold can take a while to dry, especially in a humid climate. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been almost 48 hours already, and there's still two major areas that are going to need another day's dry time. Uh, which, which is which rough because really I know sucks. that. Yeah, I want to. I want to do it. I want to get it done, but I also want it to be done proper so everything cures and lasts. But um, the whole reason I started doing this stuff is, you know, we we as people who listen know, and you know, I'm a big toy collector, but I don't like to just have shit standing on a shelf. Um, I've got. Two completed dioramas that I've done. That Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles diorama, the sewer layer that I did, and it's just got the four turtles in it. And that's my favorite shelf of all of my stuff in my house. I love it. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I love those characters, but I've got other characters on the shelves that I love more than the turtles. But they aren't in a cool-ass diorama that sets a scene. Yet. And has options for, you know, different posing, uh, different scenario situations. I love that turtle diorama. And, you know, after I made it, I'm like, man, there's so many things I would do differently on it now after doing it the first time. But that's the thing. It's a process you learn. And I didn't, I don't have a lot of money in that. You know, I use insulation foam as my bases and my walls. And a four foot by eight foot sheet of insulation foam, it's extruded polystyrene. Um, it costs 20 bucks. If, if you no, 17 bucks at my local hardware store or lumber supply downtown. So I've got over half of that left, you know, out of the things I've used it with. Uh, I've got, I've now have hot wire tools to actually that are made specifically for carving foam you know i did everything with an exacto knife before and a ballpoint pen on the carving and now i can actually do stuff with a hot wire table and hot wire knife and a hot wire bow but i'm very proud of that and then i built that gundam hanger and that i taught myself how to wire leds I ain't no jack shit about wiring LEDs, so I made one, and I put 80 LEDs in it, three different colors with two different power sources. You know, I'll I watch a tutorial and implement the knowledge from the tutorial and apply, and I had a lot of fun building that. And now this new one that I'm building, you know, I'm using, I've, I've, I'm using Sculptamold, which is a modeling compound that doesn't grow up or shrink when it dries, but you know, it has the hardness of, like, baked clay, but it's lightweight like paper mache. It's awesome stuff. And plaster, you know, I got some rock molds, and I cast plaster rocks. And, you know, I've got this, this cavern that I'm making, and I'm going to be working with resin and stuff like that. And it's really cool, and it's exciting. And, I, I you know, or, and, you know, painting it after it's all constructed is half of the fun. And the little accents to create and add realism. And then, of course, the painting of the things that I do, I, that shit is so calming for me. It's like, you know, I've got anxiety. I used to suffer for years from depression and anxiety and even had social anxiety at one point where I didn't leave the house but one time in a year. And uh, 
this stuff getting into it has been freeing. It's it's helped with that so much by having these hobbies. And I really enjoy doing it. And just to hear your mom taking a look at it and saying that and the praise that you've given me and the praise that the others have given me, and it's it's inspiring. But, yeah, I, the, the main reason I started doing it is because I just want more interesting-looking shelves. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm building them for me, but if somebody were to say, could you do something like that for me? Or like, well, what do you want? Yeah, I can do that, but, you know, it's not going to be for free, but I can do it. You know, but I wouldn't be outrageous or anything. But, uh, you know, I'm, it's exciting. It really, and, you know, making these little things, Misty's gotten to where she wants to do stuff, too. So we've got some plans for little builds, too, like little houses, individual style, like a medieval tavern and like a medieval grist mill, uh, those type of things all using the same type of techniques and just, you know, I, I want to recreate like Hobbiton, the Shire. I want to do a little miniature version of that because I can, I know how now. And I just think it'd be fucking fun. Uh, you know, I, I, I build a static grass applicator so I can put down life-like realistic looking grass and it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, there was two that I know that you've done for sure that I've seen, and that's the Ninja Turtle one and the um, the Hanger. Those football. are the only two I have completed. Okay. And I've got my third one in progress. My mom thought that was a real Hanger at first, by the way. Really? And I said, I said, everything in that looks real, I'll give you that, except for that thing right there, and I point at the ball. Uh, Gundam, and she was just like, "What is that, by the way?" And I was like, "That's a that's a giant mech." Yeah, it's just a mobile ball pod. It's used for maintenance in that show, and like mid range support with the weapons. Uh, but it's mainly like you know, if they're like a say a space station outside repair work, manipulating around, and yeah, it's kind of cool. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't create the hanger. I bought, like, the parts for the hanger, and I crafted it all together and everything and painted it up and water slide decals and labels and all that, a lot of hand-painted details. I mean, I put a lot of time into it, and the lighting, of course. Yeah. But for somebody to think that was real a real hanger, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she, she was very adamant about that. But, uh... You'll have to show her the work in progress pics I sent you yesterday. Well, I think she would. I'll show her and see her reaction. I don't. I don't know how she'll feel about that one, but I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't. I don't remember how we got here. I'm trying to trying to track my brain back, but I'm talking about Splatoon Splatfest Friday night. Yeah, the static under your headphones. Yeah, I'm trying to Oh, no? Yeah, you were talking about Splatfest and how, you know, the fan noise was going to be interesting, and I asked when it was, and you said Friday night. And I was like, oh, during my live show, and then 
you said, speaking of screaming, I've thrown the towel in on it for the time being, and we got to talking about this. Keep up. It's not that hard. I swear to God, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) My goal, my goal every show is to get Greg to say at least one time, I swear to God, podcast canceled. (laughs) (laughs) And I usually succeed because it's funny to me. Because it's funny, he says. Comedy. Goddamn gold. Well, at um, least bronze. At least bronze. Well, we are 40 minutes in, so let, why don't we bring up the topic we were talking about before we started the podcast. Oh, holy shit. We're that long in already? Yeah. In the wow. nuts? Um, so, uh, we were talking about how um, somebody did a, a brief, quick parody, like a par- like a few lines of uh the song by Billy Ellish called uh Bad Guy. Now if you've had if if you listen to Billy Ellish and you are of Josh's age and a metalhead, you'd probably think it sounds like absolute trash. Which it is does. fine. Which is totally fine. Now now to be fair, the musical composition was fine. It's her lyrical work and just the lyrics themselves are garbage. You know what's crazy is that, that she has other songs where she actually sings and it's good. Okay, okay. That was my first exposure to her, to be fair. So, I'm not going to totally shit all over her, but that song? Yeah. Well, I would argue that those songs are still not great in my mind, but um, they are... Uh, they're be- Like, she sings well. That's my point. Like, she has a good voice. She just... Okay. In that, in okay. that song, in, it's not In best. that particular song, you don't get to hear that at all. Yeah. So, um, she, uh, <laughs> uh, so somebody did a parody of it that basically was making fun of incels or guys that, like, ask a, or compliment a girl, and then when she doesn't reciprocate what he's expecting, he gets angry and calls her a slut or some shit. It's really fucking stupid behavior, but the part where it says, I'm the bad guy in her songs... They changed it to, I'm a nice guy, which made me laugh, because that's usually how the defense happens. It's, oh, you're really pretty. Oh, you don't want to date me. I just complimented you, you fucking stupid cunt slut. And then they're just like, I don't know why, I'm a nice guy. It's like, that is a common thread that I have legitimately seen through text conversations that girls have had to have online. Yeah. So it made me laugh. And I said, I'd like to do a parody like a whole incel parody of bad guy. I think it'd be really funny. Um, and then uh, we got into a conversation about how Josh doesn't really like that pop song. And I and I was just like, it's really popular, yada, yada, yada. And I said, you know, I was explaining to him that I, I've always kept up with pop music as best I can because I always want to be prepared for the next Weird Al parody. Um, and that's a personal thing, because as Josh has pointed out, you don't have to keep up with it to enjoy Weird Al. Uh, oh, I love me some Weird Al. But yeah, in context, it would help to know the song that he is parodying, but it's not necessary. It's not my whole point, but yeah, I love me some Weird Al. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I've been agree. a Weird Al fan since his, that one album that had Like a Surgeon and Eat It on it back in, what, 82, 83? Yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, because we were talking about that, we started talking about all of his most popular songs. And we were discussing, like, we know that, like, Like a Surgeon is huge. Uh, uh, the two Michael Jackson ones, uh, Eat It and Fat. Fat, yeah. Uh, which I actually did Fat at karaoke one time in a, in a crowded bar. Oh way. my god. So I have, Dude, I have big there, time. There, there was a, there's a UFC fighter out there, Roy Nelson. He fights in the heavyweight category. And motherfucker hits like a mule. I mean, he packs a punch. But he's fat as shit, and he's out of shape, but he's strong as hell, right? And his first UFC fight, he actually came to the ring too fat. <laughs> so, I'll love that guy forever because of that. That's fucking funny. Carry on. Uh, that's fine. Um, so, uh... The, yeah, so so to kind of go into the whole thing about me at a bar, um, I was uh, I was with Andy, my buddy Andy, uh, which I've talked about a couple times on here. Uh, been friends with him for like eleven years now. It feels like, uh, but we were um, we were having drinks and they started and they started doing karaoke, and uh, he was like, "Great, you got to go do a song." I was like, "That's not happening." I have big I have social anxiety. So I always kind of stay in the back of the room. I try not to interact with anybody in that way, shape, or form. So I was I was just avoiding it as much as I possibly fucking could, you know? And, uh... He, um... He coerced me into doing it after I've had, like, a pitcher of beer, I want to say, give or take. Hmm? I was fairly drunk, needless to say. Yeah. You know, liquid courage, as they call it. And, uh, he found Fat in the karaoke thing. There was a bunch of other Weird Al songs there, too, but I said that I probably knew Fat the best. Or at least I could confidently do that one. Not only did I confidently do it, but I would look straight at people's faces when I, when I would get to the part where I was like, I'm fat, I'm fat, I know it. Yeah. And people were just like, there was two reactions I was seeing. Just belly laughter. Or yeah. awkward, awkward, like, do I laugh? Do I watch? And that's the best. That that's was funny for the me. Best. <laughs> because when you when people want to laugh, but they're afraid to laugh and don't know if they should laugh, that's the best. I love that awkward moment when you say something that's just so fucking outlandishly hilarious to, like, me or you, and they're like, Oh God, I want to laugh, but I don't know if I should. Those are the best moments. Yeah, yeah, that's that, and that's exact. So it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. Needless to say. But anyway, um, yeah, we were talking about like all the Weird Al parodies that maybe are our favorite or the most popular ones. Like Amish Paradise is huge. Mm -hmm. God, I remember hearing that daily when it was when it was around. Yeah. Uh, White and Nerdy was probably his most recent big hit. Well, that was that's his biggest hit ever. 
Uh, is it? I thought know, I, I figured Amish Paradise would be his biggest hit. No, White and Nerdy was the one that actually he he didn't chart until White and Nerdy. I'm um, going to type in. I'm going. I'm honestly like I, I believe you, but I'm going to type in. Uh, see what see what the billboards his his best selling on the billboards. I remember when that came out, man. You were a bit older than me. Misty was. I had also just found out that Misty was pregnant with Madison about the same month that song came out. So. Oh wow! Okay, wow! What? Holy shit! Okay, it, um, it peaked at number nine in the U.S. Billboard. Chart. Are you looking at the Billboard chart? Shit! Yep. I was gonna play a little game with you and see if you could guess them, but. Oh okay. No, I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Okay. Well, okay, so that was number one. Number one is definitely White and Nerdy. That's insane. Yeah, and it's the only one to ever crack the top ten and only get a size nine. That's crazy. Okay. What do you think is number two? And I, I, I can give hints, but... Uh... I don't think it's Amish Paradise. It is not. And I don't think it's fat. It is not. I think it would probably be like a surgeon. It is not. No. Nope. Okay. Oh, smells like Nirvana? Nope. No? Well, the only other one that I think that would have been that popular would be Eat It. It is. It's Eat It. Yep. Okay. Uh, it peaked at number 12. Uh, says Weird Al uh, nodded to the phenomenon of Michael Jackson's Thriller album by pairing MJ's seamless melodies with food, of course. Edith became Al Yankovic's, I don't know why they word it like that, uh, first top 20 hit and remained his only one until number three. Which, number wow. three. Fat or almost paradise? Neither. Neither? Neither. Smells like Nirvana? Nope. You named it earlier. Really? I did? Yep. Which one? Like a Surgeon. Oh. Oh, Like a Surgeon was number three. Well, that was the same album. I was thinking something later. My bad. No worries. Uh, so, uh, it says it, it peaked at number 47 in 1985. Wow. Back in, it says, back in 1985, Weird Al knew that Madonna was a pop artist worthy of the, of a high profile homage. Like a surgeon, which spoofs, like, which spoofs like a virgin, is highlighted by lines like, like a surgeon, cutting for the very first, sorry, cutting for the very first time, like a surgeon, organ transplants are my line. Mm-hmm. All right, so number four. Number four has got to be fat. Nope. Okay, so number four was what? I haven't said it yet. I was wait- I was waiting to give you a hint. Oh, oh, number four. Uh, and it's not fat, and it's not. Oh, Amish Paradise. Duh. There you go. Yep. Uh, it peaked at number fifty-three in nineteen ninety-six. 
Coolio's Gangster Paradise was such a huge hit that Weird Al practically based his whole 1996 album promotion around it. The uh, full-length title was Bad Hair Day, featuring Al Yankovic on the cover with the Coolio hairdo, and was led by the funkiest ode to the Amish lifestyle ever recorded. Man, have you seen Coolio lately, by the way? No, he's still, not. He, he's still rocking that hairdo, but the thing is, he's lost so much of his hair, he's only got like three braids coming out of each side of his head. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, you not. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to find an image and send you right fucking now, because... Hey. Alright, well, while you're doing that, can you guess number five? It's got to be one of the other two that I have named. Yes, it is. You okay. have said it. Fat. Incorrect. Oh, well. Smells like Nirvana. There you go. All right. So there's this top five. Uh, and it, uh, here's a current or recent picture of Coolio. Okay. I'll look at that in a, I'll look at that right now. Do-do-do-do-do. Holy, what the fuck? <laughs> it, at least he filled in the gap with a tattoo. <laughs> I guess? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Anyway, alright, so Spills Like Nirvana premiered in 1992 and peaked at number 35. As the story goes, when Weird Al Yankovic approached Nirvana to parody Smells Like Teen Spirit with a song titled Smells Like Nirvana, uh, Kurt Cobain asked him if the lyrics were going to, uh, or sorry, were going on to list off smelly things. Instead, Yankovic opted to poke fun at Cobain's enunciation as Weird Al sung about crooning with marbles in his mouth. Yeah. I thought it was about food, not smelly things, but whatever. Num wow, okay. Number six. I don't know if you're going to get this. I don't think it's any of the ones that we've named. Not a single one that you've named. You should know it, because it's one probably, of my favorites. Probably my living favorites. in the fridge. It's not. No, that is a very good one. Okay. Um. Ah, shit. I'm going to give up on this one. Well, I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, it came out in 1983. 83. It's the, the Dire Straits parody, wasn't it? Uh, I'm gonna say uh, no. Is it? Is it the Ryder? The Ryder? The Kaiser? It's not. Oh. So okay. Mm. I know what the parody is, and I, that's one of the clues I will give you eventually. But it'll give it away. He actually did do a parody of Give It Away in the 90s, but it was called Yabba Dabba 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 Do Now. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. I could have sworn that he did a parody of... Oh. Okay. Another one rides the bus. No. That's a good one, though. Good guess. Okay. Um, so this is a parody of a very, I love very... Rocky Road. No. No? No. So this song is a parody of a very popular sitcom. 
like not the song, but the 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 theme of it is about a very popular sitcom. <clears throat> I don't know. Um. Okay. So the song that it uses is a very popular song. Um. The the idea of what's in the song is about a football player, I believe a football player, but the name used is also of a cartoon character. And that's the that's the actual song, not the parody. And it came out in 83? Yep. May 28th, 1983. Which is insane, because I was like a month old. I don't... Just let me know if you give up, and I'll tell you, but a lot of silence in the podcast suddenly while you're thinking. Man, man, you know, I don't... I I fucking love this song, by the way. I'm probably going to know it immediately when you say it, but I'm drawing a total fucking blank right now. Shit, I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think of, of clues to give you now at this point that don't give it away. It's a goddamn Brady Bunch. No. No. No, but you're kind of on the right track. Ah. Think think a much earlier sitcom. Much earlier sitcom. One of the first famous sitcoms. Okay, that'd be The Honeymooners. I believe after The Honeymooners. But not much, but not by a lot. I'll, I'll say this much. This sitcom is way more popular than the honeymooners by Dude, Lucy I, Brown. I just I'm I'm tapping on this one. You're just gonna have to tell me. Okay. Um oh Jesus Christ, my little brother just sent me a fucking picture of him as an old man and it just looks exactly like my dad. Um that's unreal. Ricky the parody of Mickey, which is about I Love Lucy. Oh, well see, I never I've n- Honestly, I've never listened to that one. You have to. It's genuinely really fun. Huh. Um, but yeah, it says Weird Al Yankovic's earliest uh, top 100 hit, Ricky, was a power power pop send-up of Tony Basil's Mickey that focused on I Love Lucy. The video features a mustache-free Yankovic going full Desi Arnaz. Hmm. It's really good. Uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite songs because it's silly. <laughs> I mean, as weird it tends to be, but... Yeah, I, I never heard much off of his first album because I didn't care much for what I'd heard on the first one. But... Wow, this is number seven? Good fucking brain. luck on this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, throw me a hint so I'm not just throwing shit out there. This came out in 1984. It okay. was on the. It was on one of his most popular albums, Weird Al in 3D. Oh, okay. Um, and it's not Eat It. Mm-mm. It's, oh, it's actually. Got, it's got to be I, the Brady Bunch then. I believe. Uh, I I know I know off of that album in '84 it had Eat It, the Brady Bunch. And the Ryder the Kaiser. And it's those were pretty much, and it's none of those, but it's, ah, shit. So, ah, uh, fuck, how do I say this? This is a parody. 
They're all Obviously, parodies. Not necessarily. Well, no, not necessarily. Somewhere yeah. in the style up. Um, and this one, but this one is a full-on parody. Uh, I can't give you. God, I don't want to give you too much. Dude, uh, just go ahead. Um, just go ahead and say it. It's I'm the parody gonna... of Police's King of Pain called King of Sway. Wow. That's a surprise. Yeah. Uh, King of Suede, I was not expecting to be number seven. No, me neither. I but, never would have thought that. Yeah. Uh, all right, wow, moving on. Number eight. Um, well, I assume we're just going to go eight, nine, and ten, right? Yes, just ten. Just okay. Ten. So number eight, one of my favorite songs he's ever done. I can recite this one verbatim. Uh, Saga Begins? No, I wish, though. Um, this came out in 1984. Mm. I believe this was also on the uh, Weird Island 3D. Oh, okay. Have I named it yet? No. Because this is not a parody. No, it is a parody. I'm an idiot. It is a parody. What the fuck am I thinking? It absolutely is a parody. Funny enough, here's another clue for you. The parody, the name of the song in which is being parodied is part of the name of the parody song. So I, the lost. Action... I, I lost on Jeopardy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. I can recite that whole one verbatim. I fucking adore that wow. song. Um, Alright, so number nine is one you said multiple times at this point. <laughs> so take it, take a gander. Is, 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 is it, um... On the same album? Uh, no. This came out in 1988. Oh, okay. Wow. And it peaked at 99. Holy shit. But you've you've named this one quite a few times. Trying to oh, guess. The only, the only one that would be fat. Yep. Wow, that didn't... Wow. Yeah, that's my reaction. Alright, uh, right, so number 10, which really threw me off. Um, but here's your only hint for number 10 so far. It came out in 2006. Oh, okay. That's a straight out of Linwood album. Canadian Idiot? Yep. Mm. Hold on. I was not expecting Canadian Idiot to be one of the top ten on this list. Surprising. Because he's really, got so much better. Yeah, so absolutely. much better stuff. Well, and again, this isn't like, quote-unquote, his best songs or his most popular songs. This is quite literally uh, his uh, the, 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 the ones the top that 10. charted the most, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Alright, well, that's that. Um, do you want to move on to fake headlines? Yeah, yeah. We're going to resurrect this segment from last month. Uh, this might be a reoccurring segment for us. I think we're going to have to do this once a month. And yeah, we did it last month. Uh, we'll do it again this month. So these are outlandish but believable and real news headlines. I've picked ten here. 
Five are real. Five are fake. Greg has to guess which one is the real one. The first time he did this, he finished with three correct answers and two incorrect answers. I believe that's a passing grade. That's a, that's a, that's a successful percentage, yes. So let's see what your record is after today. All right, first one. North Carolina man clad only in tennis shoes told deputies he took a date rape drug. Or Virginia woman's poor spelling on a sign caused the driver to wreck. The, warm, the woman was charged with distraction ticket for distracted driving. So, okay. So a man tells cops... They they found him naked in tennis shoes, and he says he took a date rape drug. Or this woman's sign that she had made, the spelling was so poor, it caused the driver to crash, and do she you was have, charged with a distraction ticket. Do you have the location of either of of both of both articles? Yeah. Okay, so, so where the where the tennis shoe guy happened? It happened in Kentucky. And where did the lady with the sign happen? In Virginia. See, now here's the game that I'm playing in my head. The Virginia one could totally be false because you live there. I do. And you might be just trying to throw me off. But I might might be overthinking it. You may. Uh, I'm going to say the real one is the woman with the sun. Well, that one is the false one. Son of a bitch. I've actually seen a road sign uh, for somebody that um, was trying to spell homemade apple butter, but they put homemade, H-O space M-A-D-E, and then apple butter right below it, and the meme was homemade what? (laughs) Um, so I base that off of that. So you're 0 for 1, so, hmm. Ah, not starting off great, but that's fine. We got four more. All right. Kentucky woman arrested for ordering a male stripper for her daughter's Sweet 16 party. Or a Georgia woman says she was fired for uh, a cake design mix-up between Moana and Marijuana. What? Okay, so read the second headlight again and say it again. The whole thing. All right, the first one. Kentucky woman arrested for ordering a male stripper for daughter's sweet 16. Okay. The second one, Georgia woman fired from Dairy Queen for a cake mix-up. Uh, it, she was mixed up between Moana and marijuana. Fired from a Dairy Queen or charged with an actual crime. Because the woman from Dairy Queen, I feel like could be a headline only, a, a news article, only because she's like soup. Or she's trying to get her job back or some of that effect. And the, and the other one just seems fucking plausible as all hell. Um, shit. I'm going to say the stripper's real. Incorrect. God damn it. The the lady in Georgia, she worked at Dairy Queen, 
and this woman wanted to give her daughter a Moana-themed cake for her 25th birthday. But instead, it had there was no Polynesian princess. There was a pot leaf and apparently high My Little Pony smoking a joint on the cake. <laughs> I'll take that cake. You kidding me? I'll, I'll take that cake. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I thought she said marijuana. And the manager's like, no, I told you, Moana. Uh, yep. You're over two, man. Off to a rough start. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta run the table now to stay in the positive. All right. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. All right. You might, you might get this one. South Carolina man found masturbating in woman's yard after she rejected his offer to do yard work. Or. DNA results show West Virginia Strip Club employed all all the erotic dancers were sisters and daughters to the club owner. <laughs> I'm going to say the masturbating one's real just because the second one doesn't seem like it would need to be a headline. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> guy, guy walked up to a lady and... Saw her and her dog, and he says, excuse me, ma'am, I'll do some yard work for you. She's like, oh, no, that's okay, but here, have a glass of water. She gave him a glass of water. He went back inside, and then she looked out the window, and he saw him jerking it in her backyard. And uh, she called the police, and, you know, they he was trying to fight him off and still jerk it, and they kept him with his junk hanging out. Jesus in the town Christ. I used to live in in South Carolina. In Spartanburg, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so <laughs> you're one for two. Oh, well, I, I mean, I got, I got to do perfect from here on out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Things get slashy after boyfriend tells Florida woman he was too tired for sex. Or 78% of small Kentucky towns test positive for HIV. Uh, the, the first one's real. The slashy one is real because the second one doesn't sound like it. Like, it could sound like it's a headline, but it doesn't sound real. Like, it sounds like, well, you made that up, so. You've apparently never seen how small some of the towns are around here because that one is absolutely false. How the fuck? Absolutely false. Um, yeah, it was the things get slashy. That one is correct. God damn it, Josh. This is, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was wrong for a second. I was like, uh, I was like, did I? No, no, and this, uh, this woman, she wanted to have some, uh, quality time with her boyfriend. He said, I'm too tired. So she grabbed a steak knife from the kitchen drawer and started stabbing him in his arm and his shoulder and cutting him. God, man. I don't think he's going to want to have sex with her anymore, period, now. Yeah, likely. Very likely. All right, so you're two for two. Here's a tiebreaker. Florida man allegedly cut off penis of wife's lover with scissors. Or Alabama woman identified in robbery due to herpes outbreak on her lip. So self-mutilation, no, 
cut off the, the penis of a of a of a lover. Of his wife's lover, yeah. Or what was the other one? Alabama identif- Alabama woman identified in robbery due to herpes outbreak on her lip. God. Oh, both these are fucking really good. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Husband mad and cut off uh, his... His uh, infidel wife's boyfriend's penis with scissors, or did this woman rob a fucking Waffle House and ski mask didn't cover up all of her face and she got picked out of lineup because of her herpes? Hmm. hmm. I'm going to say it's the herpy face. You're wrong, sir. God damn it. You are incorrect. It was the Florida man. He uh, was angry, and, you know, he broke into the dude's house, attacked, held him at gunpoint, tied him up, and cut it off with scissors, and he left with the uh, wang in hand. Sweet fucking Christ. Yep. So well, you are uh, <laughs> your overall record now is six and six, right? Well, at least, or five at and least, five, five and five. My bad. Yeah, because we've done ten. Yeah. Um. Well, you got me good on that one. I was, I, I legit was like, because <laughs> they were both really, really realistic. Like, they both sound like something that would be on headlines, especially in local newspapers or something to that effect, and. They were realistic to realistic enough to where like I was like yeah 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 no I totally see that, and then you're just like hey, go I was like okay cool man I will go <laughs> um all right well uh I think that's it good job yeah, yeah. well then you've you've won the game um. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. That being said, well, that was uh, that was that was that was fun. I yeah. like doing that. We'll I was gonna, I was gonna do s- that like the middle of the month each month. Yeah, I was I was gonna suggest that we do it uh, every uninhibited, but not everyone, but like every couple. Yeah, every so often, at least once a month, it's fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's for, well, and then it's you just get idea. to hear some goofy fucking headlines. Yeah, it's fun for everybody, I think. Hey, like, lady, uh, can I whack your weeds? No, well, fuck it, I'll just whack myself. Yeah. <laughs> fucking gross. All right, well, I think we're going to call it there, because I need a goddamn nap, my friend. I hear you. I'm tired. I uh, need a... Uh, I need this damn sculpt mold to finish drying in these two spots so I can start painting this thing. Uh. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, uh, like I said, that's going to do it for us. Um, quick shout out to uh, Shoki for joining us last week. If you didn't, if you didn't listen to that podcast, uh, Shoki Reviews joined us for uh, the review of I Am Mother and uh, Season 3 of Stranger Things. So go check that out. That is currently available right now. 
It's a yeah. little bit longer of an episode, but it is a really good episode because Shoki is a master of noticing every little detail and every little piece of a show. Yeah, he um, did a he he was awesome to have on the show and we had a big spot this weekend in our listens, so thank you for that. All of you who did listen uh, over the weekend. And uh come back for more. Yeah, absolutely. Um but uh yeah, next week guys, uh Josh and I will be back to do some uh do some more reviews for you. We're yeah, gonna we're be talking gonna... about I was going to say yeah. we're going to cover both seasons of Norseman and season two of The Rain on Netflix. Yes. Um, I'm about three episodes into Norseman. I haven't watched any of The Rain yet. I've been. Uh, I've watched all busy. of Norseman, but I've, I'm going to watch The Rain probably to, tonight and tomorrow. But yeah, if you want to watch that with us, guys, uh, join again, join us. Josh, where can they find you online? Well. Uh, my regular name on Facebook, it's a public profile. I interact with lots of people. I like to be social. And you can follow me, say for instance, if you want to see the things that I work on, the dioramas and miniatures that I paint and the Gundams that I build and things like that, follow me on Instagram. Um, the link to my Instagram page is on my Facebook profile. Uh, really easy to find. My Twitter link is also there. You can call me on Twitter as well. You can catch me on Friday nights on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on a show called MPSP Theater. Uh, tonight we're going to be covering a lot of news out of San Diego Comic-Con for the past two days. Uh, you know, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about everywhere they can find me currently. What about you, Greg? Um, you can find me on the Mission Star podcast, which I do with my buddy Anthony and now two more people, Roman and Alex. Uh, some would argue that is a bit much, but whatever. Um, it's a, it's a fun time. We basically talk about, uh, we give our, we give our opinions on, on certain headlines within video game news and, uh, um, afterwards, towards the end of the show, I have a segment called Why You're Wrong, where I basically argue with the internet, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoy that segment a lot, but yeah, that's every Wednesday at 6pm uh, to 8pm, if that's something you're interested in. No, that is uh, Pacific time. Yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry, just to clarify that. I think that's it for me at the moment. Uh, I know that I'm going to be doing a... Uh, if you've ever heard of the game Splatoon 2, specifically... Um, I'm going to be doing a, Splatfest. a uh, Splatfest thing with, uh, my friends over at FGA. Thank you. I'm very tired. Jesus Christ. I, my brain is just done. Sorry, guys. If I seem like I'm kind of out of it, I had to, I was up a little late last night and then had to go to the stupid thing for the school district. Cause as some of you may know, I work with the school district as a lunch assistant. So I'm. Fucking, I'm tired. Uh, Mission Star Podcast. Every week, Wednesday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, talk about video game news. It's a lot of fun. On Friday, this up the day that this comes out, if you're listening to this at any time in the morning or before the evening time, 
from 8 p.m. to, to midnight, I give, I give or take, depending on how long it takes us to play it, there will be a group of us doing the final Splatfest on twitch.tv slash halfemptyetank or h-e-e-t dot tv. Yep. Um, I'll be joining them in that, and we'll be having a lot of fun, having some funny discussions while we play some Splatoon. Um, of course, that is at the exact same time that the podcast Josh does is on. Um, pick so, a favorite. Pick, pick a, a favorite. favorite. Pick a favorite and let us know who you prefer. Or do both. Be a fucking boss and do both. Yeah. Um, or just do something entirely better with your Friday night. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be on demand, so you can listen along or watch along anytime. So that's true. Uh, yeah, other than that, guys, you can follow me on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just follow Chub Rock Geek. I'm, I'm everywhere under Chub Rock Geek, even my personal Twitch channel, which has clips and stuff, my YouTube channel, which has dumb shit on it. Um, if you want more of me, that's where you can find me. As we say every episode, we have a Redbubble store, which, if you want our cartoon faces on a shirt, on a mug, on a hat, on a, on a fish, on a, um, if you want it on a, uh, like a Switch. Uh, do they do posters? I was trying to make a joke, but then I thought about it, and I'm like, do they do posters? Oh, uh, there's wall art. Okay. There you go. Well, in the process of being, trying to be funny, uh, there's a lot of places in, like, there's a lot of stuff on the Redbubble store. So if you want our, if you want any of our merchandise, that's where you can get it. It's, uh, and if you do buy something there, let us know on social media. Let us know at, uh, at, at queued up podcast on Twitter. Uh, show us on Instagram. Just tag us with, uh, um, all underscore queued underscore up underscore podcast. It's a bit more complicated than I like it to be, but, um, or let us know on Facebook. Uh, we're, uh, we're there as All Queued Up Podcast, and we have a discussion group there as well, which Josh and I admittedly are a little bit, uh, not as, uh, active on there as I'd like us to be, but that's fine. Uh, as I said earlier, again, we are going to be talking about Norsemen Season 1 and 2 and The Rain Season 2 on, uh, next episode. So join us for that, um... That's it, guys. I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to recharge my brain. Like, you know how when your computer's fucking up and somebody's like, did you turn it on and off again? That's what I need to do. That's, like, legitimately what I need to do. So I apologize for this. But I'm sleepy. I'm a sleepy sheep. Alright, guys. What? A sleepy sheepy. I've never heard that one before. That's actually a Game Grumps quote. Well, I, they heard it from something else, but... Oh. I'm sorry, okay? I was not expecting to be this tired. I had a whole fucking Dr. Pepper, which I thought was enough caffeine. And it was for about 30 minutes. And my brain was like, oh no, go fuck yourself. And I went, okay. I will, very much so. Sorry about the weird conversations, because I'm tired. But it's been fun, and I will see you... We will see you next time. Take care, everybody.